Welcome to Film Shape. So today I have with me Dominic Platten, producer of documentary A Life on the Farm. Follow me down. I've got something to show you. Hello. Hi Dominic, Thanks. how are you? Thanks for having me. Good, thank you. No problem. Um, now, do you think you could tell me a little bit about yourself first and about Sonderbar Pictures? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm a director and producer and work together with my two production partners, Edward Lomas and Oscar Harding. Mm-hmm. We've worked on commercials together previously, on short films, and um, A Life on the Farm, which is Oscar's directorial debut, is also, as a company, Sonderbar Pictures, which is our production company, our um, debut feature. Okay, Sonderbar is, is... Where are you based? We're... Well, we're kind of based all over the place now. Okay. Um, originally, we were, we were set up in London. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all based in the UK. Now we've kind of scattered across the globe. Oscar lives in Milwaukee at the moment. Okay. Um, and Ed is still based in London, and yeah. I've recently relocated to Sydney. Mm. So it's kind of a, a global endeavor, and um, it's challenging sometimes, yeah. but it also opens um, other doors. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You have a bit of um, a visual effects background as well? Exactly, right? yeah. So my sort of my... Uh, Bread and butter work is a visual effects. Mm, okay. uh, is, is in visual effects. That's where I started out. Um, that's where I still work, and that's how I ended up now working in Sydney at um, Industrial Light and Magic. Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I've worked on my fair share of uh, big blockbuster movies, two small indies. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, at the same time pursuing our own creative yeah. goals and creative projects with Sonderbar. How do you find the time for all this? <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, it's, it's, it's tough, yeah. Uh, um, um, so this is, this is the, well, it's certainly the West Australian um, uh, debut for this film. Yes, it? Yeah, yeah okay. it is. Yeah. So could you, t- oh, sorry, I should say it's at the Revelation Film Festival here in Perth, which is finishing today, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So could, closing, we can see this. Night. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we could see it in the, um, the Rev Stream after this festival exactly so it'll it'll stream from the 18th till the 24th i Mm. believe with ref stream okay um and then if you're outside of western australia you can also still watch it um with the melbourne documentary film festival oh of course yeah right yeah um so now i haven't seen the film yet so without spoilers could you give us a quick rundown of what a life on the farm is about yeah of course so um i think the best way to describe it is it's it's a strange story from the rural era area of Somerset in England mm. and about a um, farmer who made these strange feature-length home movies in the 90s on okay. VHS. Um, and he edited, edited them himself with multiple VC, VCRs and um, there's just all kinds of craziness that you yeah. could even imagine. It goes from detailed cow birth, and I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> Um, but yeah. yeah, to skeletons riding cows, and it has also a, a more morbid element to oh, it, okay. which I won't mm. go into because that would spoil parts of the film, really. Oh, okay. um, yeah, and it's kind of our journey of this. Oscar Oscar found those tapes. Uh, Oscar, the director, he yeah, found okay. those tapes yeah. um, when his granddad passed away um, because um, he, his granddad was the neighbor of set farmer Charles Carson okay. and so he discovered those tapes and it's kind of our journey of finding out more and more about the man behind those films mm. and exploring 
and celebrating him as a filmmaker and as an outsider artist and um, yeah just kind of taking the audience on that whole crazy journey that we went on ourselves over the span of four years basically so th did this guy ever show his films anywhere? he did he oh, did okay. and that, that was actually one of the things that we were when we initially discovered this mm. we had you know there's an ethical element to it where you're like do you should you show this okay. especially with you know some of the more morbid parts to it right. we were like should is this something we sh he would want people to be seen but then the more we found out about him and the more we discovered hmm. we actually saw that he was distributing this these films not only to the community that he lived in so he he actually created um Uh, like unique tapes for all of his neighbors and peers oh, really? okay. uh, partially featuring them and sort of dedicating that okay. film to the person that he was giving them to okay. and so he would he would create all of these different films for all of these neighbors and people in the villages but then he also submitted his works to um, You've Been Framed and okay. other TV shows uh, festivals um amateur video awards so we know that he was actively trying to get his work yeah, seen okay. in a way um, and I, again I don't want to give too much away because there is a big twist or reveal right. in the film okay. about all of that but yeah it's definitely something that he we, we more and more became sure the more we found out that mm. this is what Charles would have I guess wanted. Yeah, um, so yeah. Did, did you have to get permission from any relatives or anything? Um, yeah. So obviously, from the from the start, um, we always wanted to have uh, family involvement sure. and uh, wanted to make sure that we respect, uh, be respectful. Yeah. And um, so uh, we actually, his cousin mm. is feature features in the film. Oh, great! Um, and okay. he was the one who. Um, who got Charles into filmmaking, actually. He was the one oh, okay. who, um, who introduced him to, to a camera. Right. Um, and so he talks... Uh, he was a very close friend of Charles's as well, and so he features in the film. Um, yeah. What, what's the, the town in Somerset? So it's, it's, it's a small town called Juschemflower. Um, okay. It's uh, about... I don't know, Taunton, uh, Bristol, uh, okay. like probably an hour and a half from Bristol, maybe two hours from Bristol. Okay, um, near somewhere? Yeah, yeah, kind of in okay. kind of in that area. So um, but it is, yeah. it is it is it is very very country. Yeah, it's okay. it's literally one of those places where you have uh, your next neighbors might be five minutes drive away, for example. Uh, okay. So it's yeah. very rural, mm -hmm. a lot of farming. And, and, and that's actually one of the big elements of Charles's film is dealing with that rural, sometimes lonely country okay. life and sort of his way of expressing his creativity. Well, did he have a, a family on the farm or was it just him? Yeah, so that's also another big element um, of the film. Really that, that's, all, that's all good. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, it, it's not going to spoil too much okay. of the documentary, obviously. Yeah. But um, he was carrying... He actually um, moved away from the farm. So he grew okay. up there. He had a brother and he had um, uh, his parents there. He moved away to teach at a, a quite prestigious agricultural college in Newcastle. Okay. Um, yeah. And then he came back to the farm to care for his um, elderly parents. Okay. And um, that was sort of his... Yeah. And then they... I, I, I'm starting to say too much. Uh, <laughs> right, okay, yeah, but yeah. Um, he, was, he was living there with, with um, his, his parents and his brother. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Now, I've I kind of already answered this question, I think. But um, so Oscar found these tapes. Is it? It's Oscar, yes. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He found the tapes. Did that? Do you think that? I mean, you're speaking for him, I guess here. But yeah. do you think that immediately gave him the idea to to put this into some sort of film, or how did he come well, to this? Well, I can. Um, the first time he the first time he saw this, he was quite young still. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he was teenager if that okay. um, and his dad shut off the tape halfway through huh. before it got to oh. the, the, the <laughs> morbid, morbid parts that I've been talking about okay. um, and it sort of always stuck in his head and it actually wasn't until so me and Oscar and Ed we all knew each other from university mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't until I think I went on a trip a west coast England trip where I stayed in a bed and breakfast on the farm isolated similar to, okay. to Charles's and I remember my partner was actually we got there in the middle of the night and then uh, she yeah. was like oh what's she was a bit scared and right. um, I told Oscar about this and then he was like you don't you you won't believe what I'm about to tell you cool. and so he told me he started telling me about the state that he vaguely remembered and I I did the things that he did tell me I didn't believe him that's that's how that's how crazy it was Mm. and so he then approached his aunt and asked if she might have still had a tape or he asked his parents first and his aunt actually found a copy of the tape and then he sat me down at one point and showed us the tape and my jaw just dropped and I just couldn't couldn't believe (laughs) what I had seen and I think Oscar had the exact same reaction and then from that moment on that me Oscar and Ed had all watched that tape we all were we have to do something yeah, with this okay. we have to tell this story somehow and I guess that was sort of the birth of yeah, that project right. as a documentary so, can, can I ask about the um, the, the funding it might be a bit yeah there was a Kickstarter program for yeah the so um, the, the init- initially we thought we we're going to make this a short we didn't mm. think there was enough to it to make it bigger but then okay. the more we uncovered the more we realized there's there's a way bigger story yeah, to this right. than than just the surface so at the beginning we were literally just scratch, scratching the surface mm. and um, so the, the first few interviews that we we went to US Chimeflower to um, talk to some of the peers at first okay. um, and we kind of self-financed that through Sonderbar mm-hmm. um, and then we knew we we had to get more funding to get this made properly Um, and we found well we were aware of them before but um, our executive producers who then came on board as executive producers Mm. Nick and Joe from the Found Footage Festival it's called the Found Footage Festival but it's not necessarily a a traditional film festival it's more there I would describe them as a comedy act that that takes found VHS tapes um, and then they tour the world with this. They, they play in all different kinds of venues and they comment and um, yeah, they comment on those, those videos that they yeah. find in a, in a very humorous way most of the time. Sure. So Oscar actually approached them at a show in Milwaukee where Oscar uh, okay. lives at the moment and um, showed them that tape. And yeah. they were like, this is the, this is the craziest <laughs> tape we've, we've seen. And so they pretty much came on board Pretty much straight away, yeah, okay. um, and um, helped us out financially, Great. and then yeah. um, became executive producers. And they also introduced us, obviously, to their fan base because right. 
um, they have a weekly web show. They've, they've got a big following. Um, okay. They also have a weekly YouTube show, um, web show, or actually two different shows that they're mm. doing. And so we've, we've had a lot of support from, from them. And uh, they, they, the, the followers call themselves Melinda. So big shout out if any Melindas <laughs> are listening. <laughs> okay, um, so, uh, and actually, they, they um, ended up funding a big chunk of the Kickstarter. Right. So we've actually even got like a Melinda's logo starting oh, out. Okay. As, um, Why Melinda's, uh, uh, there's a There's a story to it about, um, about a clip... Um, uh, okay. From one of the tapes yeah, that they right. have, um, okay. so that's where that's where that comes from. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, nice. Um, so, this as the festival's finishing today, where can we see a life on the farm from now? Do you think? Yeah. So, um, I, depends on where you are. Where you are, obviously, mm. there is um, currently with uh, Rev finishing, you'll still be able to see it for the next week yep. um, online um, on RevStream. If you're outside of Western Australia, you can also catch it streaming with the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival. Okay. Um, if you're uh, if you're listening in from Montreal or Canada, <laughs> we will be we will be will we be playing um, Fantasia um, on I believe it's the thirtieth. I think it's what's, a, a, what's that festival? Fantasia. Oh, it's a it's a big big genre film festival yeah, okay. in Montreal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's where it's playing at the end of this month. And we've got a few other screenings or mm-hmm. festivals confirmed, but I'm not allowed to sure, name them I, I just yet. Um, understand. <laughs> there is there there is another Australian one as well coming up, um, nice. but yeah, okay. I'm not able to. <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. So apart from the Rev Stream, do, do you have any sort of um, feelers out there for other streaming platforms? You think? So we're definitely in talks with uh, mm. distributors at the moment okay. and um, trying to secure distribution. And yeah. um, there's also. Um, a, a potential plan of doing a, 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 theat- a small theatrical release, Great. but okay. that's all, you know, the, uh, that's all still in, in conversation. So we we aren't able to confirm any yeah, any of, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also the possibility that Nick and Joe from the Fan Footage Festival they have their own. Uh, sort of streaming oh, service oh, as well great, really. um, so there's also a possibility that it will um, land there at some point mm. but um, all of that is still because we're just sort of starting the festival circuit yeah, we haven't even had our UK premiere yet yeah, we're, okay. we're about to yeah. reca- announce our UK premiere next mm. week um, so yeah it's very early on sure. in the festival circuit right now and yeah wow, we've just cool. had the Australian premiere here at Rev and so great. yeah yeah, yeah. so um, what, what's next for, for you guys for Sonderbar and yourself yeah, so um, we've got a couple of different things in the works mm-hmm. and also uh, in, or in various stages, I want to mm. say. So we've actually, I've got a film that I directed um, that is called Heimat. It's mm-hmm. a German and Czech language um, documentary, completely different to Life on the Farm. Right, okay. like, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story about an 87-year-old man um, who goes back for, for the very last time goes back to his home okay. to thank the family who protected him in the time of oppression after okay. World War II. Wow. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a very, very yeah. different, 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 um, tech, different yeah. kind of film. Okay. Um, and uh, then we've got another, Oscar is uh, ramping up to shoot another um, documentary. Um, mm. I'm not able to say sure. much more yeah. about that. Okay. Um, and then we've got various other bits in various stages of development. So Great. yeah, there's definitely a lot to come, I think, yeah, from right. us in the, in the future. And, and so when do you leave Perth? I'm, I'm going back tomorrow, going back to okay, Sydney well, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could catch you before then. Yeah. Well, Dom, thanks very much for talking to us. Thank you. Um, my pleasure. It's been, it's been great. Have you got your uh, video set up? 
I'm ready to play you some lovely pictures. Hi there! Charles Carson, <laughs> two men fast. Thank you.